0: Hello, hello! Once again, this is your host Edwin for Hollow Hollow Hangouts, and with me today, as always, Pam in the fabulous swear by
1: machine. How are you doing, Pam? Mabuhay! I am doing well. How are you, Edwin? Um, I am enjoying the hot weather. Off. <laughs> Isn't what, the hot weather?
0: <laughs> yes. What are the best uh. things about having moving the? Um, one of the best things um, about moving the studio downstairs in the basement is that it's nice and cool down here. Mm. Even yeah. s- even though, I mean, you could, you know, sugba outside um, <laughs> or roast outside. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sinugba I like was. I was.
1: I was I was curious as to whether or not you would like this type of weather because <laughs> ah, it is. You know what? Here's. Does it remind you of the Philippines? <laughs> Philippine weather? actually.
0: Actually, you know what? It's dry heat outside. It's a fairly dry heat, so it doesn't feel so like the Philippines. Terrible. It's not terrible. It's like, I mean, anybody who's been to the Philippines, it you know, it's no. There's no such thing as dry heat. No. It's <laughs> it's it's humid tropical. And just like you feel like you're just sweating out of your clothes, <laughs> yeah. so, but it's dry heat outside. And one of the things that I noticed, right, and this this actually happened, I think, back in 2012 when I went back to the Philippines with Angela,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was that I burned. I've never burned. But for some <laughs> reason, my skin, I guess, is like, like like is more accustomed to Minnesota weather now.
1: It could be yes.
0: Like, I go outside, and you know my my skin is turning into lichon, and I just <laughs> <Lichon>. can't. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm putting like like sunscreen, like SPF fifty, and like the back of my neck is just you know. It's it's just you know. Pork lechon baboy in the, hope, <laughs> in the back, and it's just like.
1: I hope you put aloe on the back of your neck instead of the lechon sauce. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> I just remember, like, I was like feeling the back of my neck, and it's like, oh my gosh. It kind of feels like lechon baboy, like the skin of lechon baboy at this point. It's, it's, just, it's just hot and it's sunny, and my plants are hating it right now. I've already watered my 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 gardens like three times today.
1: Well, at because, least you're on top of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just it's just unbearably hot. It, it, um, last, I mean it, it was a hundred degrees.
1: Yeah, yesterday. it was. And
0: my my car <laughs> said hundred and one. I had no idea there was triple digits on my car, th- you know, thermostat thing or temperature. oh some,
1: yeah, even some <laughs> of my coworkers like reported like triple digits. On Friday. Friday the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: it's like, and it's not like it's, the Philippines. As much as people compare it, no, it's not. This is this is bearable heat to me.
1: Well compare yeah, comparing it to the Philippines, yes, I agree. Yeah. But you have to admit, comparing it to Minnesota standards, it's, I mean it's hot it's surprising that we are feeling this. It seems like we were experiencing heat waves earlier every year yeah.
0: it's a good day for hollow hollow
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> which which edwin we had we have to find a good hollow hollow yeah for me
0: speaking of hollow hollow my brother had a party um like first family get-together since covid happened ah cool happened this weekend and so you know all uh, it was a big you know, looks like Thanksgiving with a ton of food and a lot of sugba, Lichun, <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, and and my oldest brother made um he uh, he bought like three red snappers from like Whole Foods, and ooh. I know, and I was like, ooh, we're getting fancy now, you know, and <laughs> you know, okay. and he put like he put like um like uh no, aromatics in the fish. It was so That's good. the best part. That was and, the best part know. of grilling fish. <laughs> it is so good. Like I was just like and I couldn't eat a lot of it because it was just I mean, staying off the sugar was like not good yesterday during that party because there's my cousin, the baker came. Mm. And okay. and she had like like pan de sal, like homemade pan de sal and <laughs> and um oh, what's that thing? Like and Samida. Mm. She made like a ton mm-hmm. of ensamida and she made two cakes because we were celebrating two birthdays. My, you know, my, my brothers and my, nah. and my, my second cousin. Okay. Um, which both of them apparently turned one because I only saw one candle on that cake. So they turned <laughs> one. Congratulations. That's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, but one cake was chocolate. A okay. chocolate, and the other one was an ube cake.
1: Aha, ube.
0: Ube. Oh my gosh, I was all it's over the not ube. Not a
1: Filipino get-together without ube. Oh
0: yeah. It was and then you had like like um like the panse. You got to have the you got to have the bunsay in every party because as we know, it uh, symbolizes long life even though yes. it's full of carbs and you're more likely to get diabetes from it. <laughs> but <it laughs> but still anyways, tastes good. it still tastes good. It still symbolizes long life. It's always at every Filipino party, and lo and behold, it was right there, on the table full of food. And there's also the lopiat that was out. It was, was just a smattering of food.
1: Was there a palabok? There oh,
0: wasn't palabok. Mm. I mean, you'd mm. have. T- I mean, I mean, you couldn't. I mean. It, if in order for there be enough room to have every Filipino dish on the table, it wouldn't be able... I mean, well, let me put it you this way. Golden Corral would, wouldn't be big enough. And I, mean, I, think,
1: <laughs> I think you would, like have enough to feed the whole entire neighborhood
0: <laughs> oh yeah and we have proven that as Filipinos at least my family has yes. proven that as Filipinos because during my graduation party we did like feed feed the whole entire neighborhood <laughs> and then some like half of the half of my like high school uh graduating class was at my party even though I didn't invite half of them they were still there <laughs> so and they, and were, we had they were there for the, the food the, oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's what happens you spread the word and and all of a sudden you see people. It's like, hi. I had no idea you were on the guest list, but okay.
1: <laughs> nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you. Even though you probably Have picked s- on me back <laughs> in seventh grade or whatever, but.
1: <laughs> Have some lit, John. <laughs> yeah,
0: let me show you the dino guan. It's chocolate. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're gonna uh, be scarred for life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, that's what I did. It was fun. Um. It was hot. It was hundred degrees outside, and yes. we still went outside. And and it was the first time I went to my brother's new place. I had never been there, and oh, it was cool. a nice place. Like, you know, I was generally impressed with um, all the landscaping that he did. <laughs> and and um. Because apparently, what he told me was that his house was in the, his uh, his yard was a mess. So I am I'm <laughs> okay. impressed, even though he doesn't have a garden. I strongly believe he can't be Filipino without actually having some kind of garden.
1: Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> Otherwise, you could always go over there and help Sorry.
0: him. I know. I yeah. I mean, he's been he's he's been bugging me to 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 build him raised beds like mine. And,
1: and for those a workbench of you like are...
0: mine, and everything else that I built like mine. <laughs> so it's. And for those like...
1: of you that want to check out Edwin's raised beds, you could find it on his Instagram account. Yes, I'm I so have been posting. You, I have
0: been posting, and I still have to post. Here's the other thing too. Angela and I built a cut flower bed, cut, cut flower garden. Um, we enlarged one of our existing beds to make a cut flower garden. So we got like peonies in there. They've got dahlias in there. We've got like, um, um, hollyhocks and all that other stuff. And, you know, like, you know, what, you know, when the local garden center has a, you know, a huge sale on peonies, I can't help but go. So (laughs) (laughs) I went. Spent too much money <laughs> and came home <laughs> with a car full of of plants and flowers. So, be that as it may, I had now have a cut flower garden to add to my other kinds of gardens I have at the house. So nice. Yeah, um, I'm gonna post some pictures up um, to show our listeners and everybody else that what's going on. I did get a lot of compliments from my my family yesterday because they're also on my Instagram and my Facebook and <laughs> they see all the pictures and they're just asking me oh well, first of all my brother says yeah mom really rubbed off on you like in <laughs> the same way like as much as they rubbed on us so so thank you mom <laughs> god rest her soul thank you for for sh- showing me and educating me how not to kill flowers how how, how not you know, might, try to avoid flowers <laughs> I might
1: I might kill need flowers. to seek out your your wisdom because I got the black thumb
0: <laughs> yeah my, <laughs> if... mine used to be black until, until I literally like I am determined not to kill a flower if I can help it and lo and behold I just like you know sat down and gained the wisdom of my mom and then let's dig up the yard Let's build a thing, so...
1: (laughs) Who knows? Your mom might be a secret uh, (laughs) Babayan.
0: Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, she's already got me... Like, there's... We're building a... um, Like, three-tier... Well, three-stone-high-circular, like... um, um, Rose bed thing.
1: Hmm.
0: Like a a rose garden kind of thing. It's a small little one, but... Like, my mom loved roses, so we're gonna put a rose bush and a couple of other roses in there, with a very Filipino thing—a pagoda. That's right. Actually, it's okay. more Japanese, but it's—I yeah. remember growing up and there was like pagodas everywhere in my my backyard to the point where people thought we were either Shinto or Buddhists, and and <laughs> now we're Catholics. See that? See that Mar- that Mary statue over there? Um, Next to the pagoda. So, yeah, that's what's going on. What's going on with you,
1: Pam? Okay, so I am the the comic book geek that I am. I stayed inside. I kept my distance. I'm still following COVID-19 restrictions. It may be due to the heat. It may not. I don't know. But I just received news that Marvel is debuting a Filipino American hero to be specific it's among the um the United States of Captain America series okay now for those that don't know about the United States Captain America series um a little bit of context so the first the first comic series basically begins With Captain America's uh, shield has been stolen. No one knows, and no one understands why. So Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson are set out on a road trip across America to try to find the shield. But instead of finding shields, they find other captains, quote unquote, everyday people from different like scenarios and places and all who have taken up kind of the Captain America persona for the greater good for their communities. One of them happens to f- be a Filipino American college student. Her name is forgive me if i butcher this, Ari Agbayani. Ariel actually for uh, her first uh, as a first full name. And she was written by the writer, it is, is Alyssa Wong, and Ari was created by her along with her colleague Jody Nishijima. Um, I'm not quite sure on the backgrounds of both of these writers, but they wanted to create a, a hero to represent the Filipino American community. Hmm, I'm Personally, I am, I am looking forward to this. I have always wanted to uh, so check is- out this. If you if you checked out the artwork for, uh, for this character, it kind of looks like Bucky Barnes.
0: Okay, I don't she know who has- Bucky Barnes is, but
1: Bucky Barnes is the Winter Soldier, the one with the mask and okay. raccoon. Eyes, Steve Rogers' Best Friend. Okay. So um
0: I must admit yeah, I have not seen Winter Soldier yet.
1: I I think mean, it's not <laughs> a very big or comic book or or into the superhero genre of movies, which is fine.
0: Um <laughs> it's not where my nerdum lies, I'm sorry.
1: yeah <laughs> that's no, fine. Um <laughs> but I I I like I, I I'm looking forward to it because I like Marvel movies. More yep. so than comic books, um, but I do like how the Filipino American community is kind of represented in this whole uh, kind of fight towards like equality for all and to 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 um, maintain justice or to get justice. Yep. Um, her persona, Ari. Ari Agbayani's uh uh is kind of like a vigilante character. She has a strong sense of justice, because kind of like Batman, but unlike Batman, she she she's not afraid to bend the rules. Let's just say,
0: ah, so hence she's the like... reason
1: why she's more more along the lines of the Bucky Barnes than the blonde-eyed Captain America that people already know, um.
0: I really don't have an excuse not to watch it because I have Disney Plus, and apparently they have all the Marvel movies on there now. Yes, they do. <laughs> so I'm kind of <laughs> like... I just have to like actually like sit down, not go outside, and cool off and watch Marvel superhero movies.
1: <laughs> I will tell you that if you yeah. ever get along to actually watching... Uh, Oh, what was it? What was the one that just came out? Ah! Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. On the last episode, there is a Filipina character represented by a Filipina actress. And she does play like a pivotal role in a little plot, I will say, which ah. is really nice. Um, But the chances are of you actually seeing this new character, Arya Bayani, very low in my opinion um so far she's just being announced for the comic book world not sure if she's ever going to make an appearance in the marvel movies although it would be cool Mm -hmm. um there was a little bit of backlash when this was uh announced because of the name now, to us Filipino Americans, we who don't, who aren't really fluent in Tagalog, uh, the name Arti kind uh, of stands for uh, genitalia. Okay, so
0: I did not learn any. Well, I did learn a lot of the bad words, and but I didn't know that. But so. <laughs> yeah, so
1: a lot of people were, you know, making fun of it, and but the writer was like, "It's actually her name. Full name is Ariel. It's just shortened it to Artie." Um, and Ariel was actually based off of the writer's uh, few Phil fil- American friends.
0: Oh, Okay. So. That's
1: the only backlash that I've heard of for this. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to reading this. You know what I'm also looking forward to? Mm. June 11th. Yes. And <laughs> we will we will we will uh cover why at the end of the episode. Yes. So 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 yeah, cool. I've been geeking out over that. And of course, just staying inside in Air- aircon kind of like the aircon taxis that I remember in the Philippines. <sighs>
0: I will spend the extra pesos for an air con taxi. (laughs) I will spend that those extra what is it like extra like ten pesos or something like that? Don't don't ask me. I Per mile. I don't know what it is, but Yeah, I mean hey, Philippines, especially in in Davao, embrace Central Air, please. Every single house (laughs) I've been to in the Philippines No central air. And even my parents didn't put central air. What's up with that? It gets hot. (laughs) You know, so central air is a good thing. I I want to shake the hand of the person who came up with central air or air conditioning. So thank you so much for air conditioning. (laughs) And I am really enjoying air conditioning, especially when it's 100 degrees outside.
1: I will add that we are not sponsored by any air conditioning companies, just a side note. But we just appreciate air conditioning. Yes. So, Um, yeah.
0: So, okay, so... Let's move on to something that that I came across uh, this weekend. Okay, so... During this party, I was talking to my brother's wife's niece's fiance, right? Okay. And his fiance is actually in the Philippines, finishing up school or something of that that you know something of that uh, aspect. And what he told me was that they have. They've implemented some kind of a passport system in the Philippines. <laughs> like, something that would be very, very political here in the in the United States. Even though, you know, even though, I guess, I'm sort of for it. I'm just going to say that out loud. I'm sort of for it just because I don't believe in honor systems. I never have. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean... I mean, honor systems to me is synonymous with, you know, it's synonymous with, like, you know, like, why even have it? Because it's not going to work. I've Mm -hmm. never seen an honor system that actually, like, works 100%. So, so to me, um, I actually am, you know, for this. And, but here's the thing, right? The way that they have it in the Philippines, according to to the guy I was talking to, was that it was electronic, and they just basically like scanned your phone, or there was like a QR code saying that you're vaccinated, or something like that. in order for you to like to go to the mall or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I did a little digging just before the show, and there's some truth to this because. Um, there is, I'm just going to pull it up here. Um, according to, um, CNN Philippines is that they were already talking about doing this in January. Okay. And what it is, is that it's basically a way for the Philippines to, you know, since you know when people, there enough people are getting vaccinated in the Philippines, which they just like, they started like in March with like the the Russian Chinese vaccines, and I think now they're trying to get the AstraZeneca through Covax since the Philip since the United States are, is going to donate uh, AstraZeneca vaccines to Covax for distribution to poor countries. That they're going to implement this was back in march 5th that they were going to implement a um some kind of vaccine passport and you know quote unquote to you know before you can go into malls and do other things like go to bars um i have no idea how that was going but apparently it's happening according to the guy who i was talking to at at the party that His fiance has come across doing this just to get into a mall. So she has Mm -hmm. it on her phone. They scanned her phone and they let her in. So, yeah, they're serious over there.
1: (laughs) It's interesting on how lax the U.S. is treating this, even though the CDC and all other health organizations are like, it is getting better, but we're not in the clear yet. And here you have the Philippines still, you know, doing electronic vaccine passports. Um, even in Europe, they're still, they still have COVID uh, guidelines that, you know, people need to uh, follow in public. It's yeah. kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of need to side with the Philippines on this. Because you are right, especially with people still being hesitant uh, towards getting vaccinated. Yeah. We can't tell who, I know what, who, who I know, is getting vaccinated or not. Yeah.
0: I know plenty of people who said in my face, right, I'm not going to mm-hmm. get a vaccine. I don't want to get a vaccine. I think whether or not if there's like, you know, like... Whether, you know, because there's not a standard approval from the CDC, which, you know, which is or the or the or the uh, FDA, you know, or there's chips in it, but they're by Bill Gates (laughs) and that hoo-ha, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, it's just I know people like that and they're not wearing masks at all. Yeah. So I know this is this is like proof. This is a proof. The honor system does not work. It does. It never works. It does. Every time I hear honor system, it's like, why? Why even have that that rule? <laughs> like, right. You know.
1: So it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, a uh, few months from now, <laughs> how things are going. Will the U.S. still? Uh, the rates, will the rates of um, uh, COVID cases decline and how will I, that compare to the Philippines?
0: I think it will decline eventually right? Especially like some states here in the United States are like you know like, enter, you know, get a vaccine, enter to win a free pickup truck or a free gun or a free or a million dollars or or whatever, like I've heard those before you know, by the mm-hmm. way Minnesota needs to put their game up because free fishing licenses and <laughs> and uh, and state park passes I don't know like it, like that doesn't really like I don't feel like that's enticing enough not as much as like you know get a free gun and get a free <laughs> get a free truck or get a free whatever you know like or or enter to win a million dollars or Or free tuition! There was a free tuition thing! Oh, that's nice. I know! Like, we need to. We need to upper game (laughs) here in Minnesota, so.
1: Although, you have to admit, comparing (laughs) Minnesota to certain other states, we're actually doing better.
0: We are doing better. I think we're at 60% now.
1: I don't I don't have that. <laughs> but that's the
0: last time I heard. I heard that just now on a on a radio um, Okay. a local radio podcast here. Um that were around 60%. So, so
1: Minnesota's doing something good?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know, we're in Minnesota. They were really like we weren't really like I think the people the the majority of people in United, in, in Minnesota weren't really like you know like I don't want a vaccine or that sort of thing. There are people like that here, but not nearly as much as I've heard like other States. Yeah. So it's, we're doing pretty good. We're, um, I'm, I'm actually glad because, you know, I even asked, you know, I was, I knew that everybody in the party that I went to, they were all vaccinated. Yeah. You know, or else, (laughs) or else my brother, especially married to a nurse and whose kid is a nurse, They weren't gonna have it if they were if they knew people were. i mean they weren't gonna let anybody in that place that didn't get a vaccine so i'm kind of like so that's that's the only reason why i went um because i'm still wearing masks everywhere i don't know about you but i'm still wearing masks like in like if i go to like target
1: yeah no i'm i'm the same way um I am fully vaccinated. Everyone on in my department at work is also vaccinated. Yeah. So usually when I'm at work, I don't wear a mask because I know the people that I work with closely are vaccinated. Yeah. And it's the same with family gatherings and or with friends. Um but if it's around people that I don't know, then I would wear a mask. So like shopping or restaurants or whatever. Yeah. I would still wear a mask just to err on the safe side
0: yeah so at this point it's like it's for their benefit at this point but then there sometimes are just like i just (laughs) you know sorry to say sometimes i just can't deal with it (laughs) you know
1: and some people actually uh kind of like the idea of wearing masks especially for those that you know have allergies or yeah tend to get sick around this time I don't know they about, just feel safer.
0: Yeah, I don't know about you, but my allergies didn't like explode this year. Like, I usually have like really bad allergies. Like, I'm I'm Hawking and watery. I look like death, you <laughs> know, around April, and I just didn't have it this year. Like, <laughs> I'm like, sweet, masks actually work. Masks actually work. Because I did not take. I mean, I bought like a like a bottle of Allegra and didn't even open it
1: oh that's good so (laughs) so yeah so that's what's going on in the philippines
0: yeah so on to our main our main topic (music) so our main topic today as last episode we were talking about pre-colonial um pre-colonial philippines
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: This time we wanted to talk about two things, and we're gonna start with the first one. Um, let's start off with OFWs, Overseas Filipino Workers, and what that's all about. Because I remember seeing, and you can you can correct me on this, Pam, but I remember seeing something about like there are more Filipinos abroad than there are actually in the Philippines. <laughs>
1: Well that I don't know. I was doing a bit of research and I there was some conflicting things that I found, at least online. Yep. Like um based on the like on Wikipedia, there is an they would list that there's like 10 million OFWs. But then when you go onto like, CNN Philippines, or even the government, uh, statistic website, um, their, their, their numbers are actually 2.2 million. So I don't know exactly where they're getting their numbers, but it's not consistent.
0: Well, that blows off my thing, but how was it like, like, um... Because I know that a lot of. Like, I'm just pulling up some fast numbers here, but like, Hong Kong has a reported 149,500 OFWs. Kuwait's got 154, a little over 154,000. Saudi Arabia's got 584,000. And United Arab Emirates has 351,000. So, the. I mean. And that's just those four countries
1: so based on the psa.gov uh filipino statistical website um based on a 2019 survey that they conducted of OFWs so saudi arabia is actually the most preferred destination OFWs
0: yeah i had a i had a uh, my brother's cousin i think works for like the saudi royal family family over there Yep. You know, and he was an OFW. Yeah. So,
1: among the other countries, the UAE, United Arab Emirates, yep. Hong Kong and Taiwan.
0: That's, yeah. And, and among, just, and, you know. Like the, and here's the thing, too. As much as, like, in the Philippines, I mean, as much as in the United States, we have illegal aliens here, right? Or illegal, mm-hmm. you know. You know, people who come here from Mexico. You know, don't want to get political here, right? I mean, they're undocumented people here, right? Mm-hmm. There are people. You know there there is undocumented people from from the Philippines to these to these countries, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I know that, I know that. Um, You know in you know as when i was growing up i know that there were people who i knew right who went to japan illegally to work from the philippines Mm -hmm. so i know it happens i know there's people there's people who go to different countries illegally even in the southeast asian asian area you know perhaps millions anywhere right because planes fly over walls planes flies over borders there's no such thing as as a geographical border there's only such things as i mean there are geographical borders like natural man-made ones but we're talking about political borders here right which are imaginary lines on the on the ground so i i know that that these are just official numbers that we're talking about
1: at least those that we could research. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm just saying that you know it's not just those four countries. I mean, there are, there are some OFWs in Japan, in Australia, oh, yeah. New Zealand, in the U.S., the in Canada. They're all they're all over. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure the uh, I believe the Philippines have the highest overseas. Yeah workers out there
0: a lot and of them a lot of them work in cruise ships there are too.
1: there are there are valid reasons and i did look them up so i looked up the reasons why filipinos work abroad and this is based on the website uh the point the pinoy yep number one reason is the high unemployment in philippines yep the second um there's just a higher salary income and benefit packages when you're working overseas. yep. Uh, there's also the family and peer pressure. It costs it costs a lot to raise a family. Yep. and um, usually there's better career opportunities better enhance er, and it's not just find a job and work it. It's actually better career opportunities to advance. yeah overseas um better economic condition um they face some face application discrimination here in the philippines where the only way that you could actually uh get a decent job in the philippines is if you know someone yeah
0: and it's hard i mean i i had like a i have a a family member in the philippines who who's trying to get here to the united states right Mm-hmm. And I yeah. had no idea how hard it was from, to get from the Philippines to just to work here in the United States. It is hard mm-hmm. because you have to pay a ton of money, right?
1: right? Like
0: in this, in this, in this example, nursing, right? There's a reason why there's a ton of nurses in the Philippines that come here in the United States or abroad, right? I don't yeah, know what also- the, I don't know what the numbers are in terms of like OFW nurses. Yeah. But I can't imagine. Well,
1: it's also it's also part of the historical. Uh, yes. The 1970s. Between the U.S. and the Philippines. Yeah. And we can delve into that later.
0: Yeah. but I was, you know, I was taken for a ride, I guess, you know, as a, you know, as an observer and how how hard it is because. In order for you to you have to find like an agency that knows how to do it first, right? Uh-huh. And with the agency you have to pay up front, like I think it's what was it? I think it's like four or five hundred dollars for this particular agency. Five hundred dollars just and this is US dollars, right? Right. To actually just put the paperwork in and get everything started and all of that. Plus after that you have to take a like literally like an English language test like verbal and written mm-hmm. right to know, to make sure that you are educated and can communicate in English you know to go to the United mm-hmm. States. So you have to have that so you have to go and find these these exams and they only happen like twice a year. And that right there is about two hundred dollars just for the test. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you have to take an the you have to pay another like filing fee or something like that, which is like another two hundred dollars or whatever. It change. It, it depends on what state you're trying to get into in nursing because NCLEX is only, you know. There's an NCLEX for saving the So There's an NCLEX for it's like it's like being a doctor in the United States, right? You can't you can be a doctor in one state officially. Then you have to, you know, not well. I don't know if it's doctor, but I know when you become a lawyer, you have to take the bar in different states to be a lawyer in that state. It's like that here in 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 the United States. um, With 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 nursing. And so she's trying to get to here in Minnesota and here in Minnesota, right? Like you have to take the NCLEX here. They used to be able to just travel here to, to the United States to get the NC- to take the NCLEX here, right? <sighs> Which I thought was better because once you're here and you take the NCLEX here, right? It's easier, and I think it's probably cheaper. But over there in the United, and you ha- now they change it where you have to take the NCLEX in the Philippines, and you can and the NCLEX is administered in Manila. So if you're mm-hmm. from like Davao, right, you have to pay for the fi- the, the plane ticket, go over to Davao, take the uh, go over to Manila, take the test, mm-hmm. right. And I don't know how long the NCLEX is. I would imagine it's like three hours or something. Um, just to take the test and that doesn't even guarantee that you'll be able to come here to the United States because once I had another cousin who did that exact same thing and she was waiting for a year and a half to two years just to just to actually say hey you know you can come to the United States here's your visa you know you're going to be hmm. in Iowa <laughs> you know it's like that It's not, it's hard and it's expensive. Yeah. And you have to know people, you literally have to know people in the countries that you're going to go to or have an agency to hold your hand how to do it. And you have to have the money. Right. And that's how, that's, I mean, it's hard and there's a lot of OFWs that have to do with this, right? Even- and here's a
1: little something that actually uh, kind of caught me uh, by surprise. Some families actually expect all their other family members to meet them. Like say that a mother was an OFW in Taiwan and say that her daughter's back in the Philippines. She's actually expecting her daughter to actually join her in Taiwan to be an OFW as well. Yep. Just because, you know, it's just easier to maintain a family when they're in the same country. Yeah.
0: And there's plenty of families. I know there's like plenty of families. I saw a a documentary. I think it was on PBS or something like that where there's plenty of OFWs. You see, abroad just to make the money to send back to the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And they don't really, they don't really like bring up their own kids, but they're bringing up other people's kids.
1: Oh, there's um, oh yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of layers to unpack in that. I mean, because like, based on that survey that I mentioned, fifty six percent of the OFWs are female. Yep. Forty percent of them are about in elementary occupations. I don't know if elementary occupations covers like domestic help.
0: Yeah, I don't know what elementary occupation means.
1: (laughs) Which is which is ironic because every time we've you know taken media. That features like an OFW as part of their story or whatever. A lot of a lot of the times are domestic help. They're maids, yeah. they're uh babysitters, yeah. they're cooks. A, and there's a fa- there's a there's a pretty popular
0: short in on HBO Max that features an overseas Filipino worker that works on a cruise ship. Okay. You know? And guess what? She works as a housekeeper on a cruise ship <laughs> yeah so. i mean
1: it's just it's just uh it's just part of filipino living and it's really hard um the the one difference that makes it a little bit easier for them is technology yes that is that is if their employer allows them to have technology yeah. and that's the pro. that's one of the, big one problems. Of the biggest problems of OFW's because just because you got a job doesn't mean that you're secure or safe. Yeah. Because there have been a lot of horror stories um especially those that are Filipino uh women um of their well, employers just not you know abusing them. Yeah. They're not allowing them to make phone calls or allowed to leave. Yep. I mean it it's scary.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I've heard those things happening and it's just, it's terrible. Like it's not because they know they need the money they know they need the the job in order for them to stay in the country. And, and, you know, like, and they're usually working as, you know, like au pairs for, for their kids, you know, like these rich families, like people in the Philippines taking care of their own kids. Mm -hmm. You know, or taking care of their house or whatever, cleaning up, you know, that sort of thing. And just like getting, I mean, it's, it's sad. I think it's like, it's, it's not, I mean, the economics in the Philippines, you know, is bad. Again, I knew plenty of people in the, in the Philippines who, who get paid 300 pesos a week in the, in banana plantations. Mm-hmm. Three hundred pesos is. What is that? Three hundred pesos is about eight bucks.
1: Yeah, it's not much. <laughs> Something like that. It's not much, even not in much. Filipino standards. It's not much. No. Like.
0: It's you know whose I mean whose fault is it that that whose fault is it that you have to you have to go overseas just to make a decent waged in order for you to bring back the money here to bring back the philip you know the money to the philippines mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. order for your family to live i mean who's who's i mean whose fault is that you know and it's it's a definitely a broken system right right and it's i just remember you know that i was there during like you know, like the election season (laughs) in the Philippines, you know? And I just remember, like, whoever the heck was running, right, was promising (laughs) the world. (laughs) And it's kind of interesting. My dad told me that, my dad told me that, you know when election season starts is when the roads start to get, like projects starts to happen, like government projects start to happen. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty sad. When it's not a brand new road that people need. It's not a brand new city hall that people need it's people need to be working for 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 decent wages in the Mm -hmm, philippines right yeah and i i don't know i mean it's just one of those like economic issues that i think every every country sort of has to deal with even here in the united states i mean how many times do we we talk about fair wages here in the phil in the united states Right. It's a, Fifteen dollar minimum, you know.
1: <laughs> it's also it's also a health issue as well. Yeah. Not only is it because of the abuse, but also the mental the mental issues that it causes on these OFWs. I mean just think about it. And I, I this reminds me of that gut wrenching movie Anak.
0: Ugh. Oh gosh, <laughs> no, let's not go there.
1: <laughs> but but the thing is though, it's gut wrenching for a reason. Yeah. For those that don't know or haven't seen it, um, it's basically a story of a mom that comes home to the Philippines after being an OFW, um, the kids that she left behind had to deal with the loss of their dad, which who died in a construction yeah. accident while she was overseas. Yeah. The problem. And they kind of blame her, her absence yeah, because she wasn't there to, you know, say goodbye yeah. and take care of them. Yeah. And there was a, a whole drama scene of her trying to reconnect with the with her son and daughter, and the main re- reason is because well, her employer was was mean. Wouldn't allow a phone call. Wouldn't yep. allow her to go back to the Philippines, even though they know what happened. They don't care.
0: Yeah. So, it that's if, a hard wa- that is a hard movie to watch. <laughs>
1: Like, Although I okay, so so that's a hard watch. Uh, easier movie to watch is Ilo Ilo. I that's haven't actually,
0: seen that one. No,
1: I don't know if it's it's available to stream, but it's based off of an OFD, OFW who took care of a Singaporean uh, son, and she basically cared him as if you know, if as if he was her own. Yeah and there were scenes of jealousy of the biological mother yeah. saying hey hey no you're you're not the you're not the mother but um in the end they separated because she needed to go back to the philippines and but it's actually based off of i believe it was the director's experience he was the singaporean boy and this was his way of reaching out to his uh Filipino uh, caretaker as a way of saying, I remember you. And it's kind of cool.
0: That's yeah. Uh, Yeah. Those are the movies to watch. The movies not to watch are movies like Dubai and (laughs) Milan. And these are like Filipino ABS movies. I watched that and they, I mean, they just um, romanticize OFW (laughs) You know, experiences I, like a guy who who's in Dubai, like, was like an OFW, but he's an engineer. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's like, was, really.
1: <laughs> I actually get my Filipino movies because I don't have, I don't really rely on ABS-CBN, which is through YouTube. I think you are I able so. if you are able to afford the Filipino uh, streaming service, yep. go for it. But I, I don't have that. Um, so I get my Filipino films through like film festivals, like international yep. film festivals, and that's how I came across Ilo Ilo. There was another one, and I unfortunately forgot the title, but it features two guys talking while lugging around a sofa.
0: <laughs> I could get into that.
1: I think that's. It's also in Singapore. <laughs> that sounds like a.
0: That sounds like a Seinfeld episode.
1: It's like a dry humor kind of uh, drama. And if I recollect, I think this is one that my sister and I tried watching and she actually fell asleep. <laughs> so.
0: oh, well, it's hilarious.
1: She must have been pretty tired. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
0: so. Anyways, so. it's yeah. OFWs. That's, you know, it's a hard life. I know plenty of people who's gone through it. I know people trying to do it. Uh, I know people who I actually know um, a person who works who's actually an OFW in a cruise ship, and she mm-hmm. was she wasn't working during COVID because there's no cruise ships going during COVID, right. and that was right. hard. That was really hard for for people who are OFWs and they were recalled back during COVID. You know they were flying back to the philippines when things were shutting down and guess what a lot of them weren't working because you know things were shut down things you know there's nothing like there wasn't like a stimulus package in the philippines no you know i think the only one i've heard of is that they had a stimulus package where they gave you like like food provisions and a sack of rice or something yeah, like it wasn't, that and it, it was wasn't so
1: as it wasn't like the u.s
0: it wasn't it was not nearly like the u.s where we were getting like you know like checks and money and all that stuff and yeah so i know it was hard for them um because you know it doesn't matter what country you're in you still have to pay the bills right so <laughs> right. so um anyways um yeah, I mean, what do you think? Do you know any OFWs that that are experiencing, you know, that life, experiencing the what country they're in? I mean, I know that there's a bunch here in the in in the, in the U.S. and actually, oh, yes,
1: yes, my I actually know of a couple that actually uh, when I was vacationing with my uh, parents when I was still in high school in Hawaii. We actually ran into OFWs during our vacation in Hawaii. They actually were the ones that uh, worked the hotels. Yeah. In fact, they actually worked multiple jobs.
0: Yeah, it's it's a thing. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, yeah. So. So yeah. Yeah. So hit us up if you have any um, experiences. Um, if you yourself wasn't was an OFW at one point in your life or. You knew someone, you know. Where did you go? Where where did this person um, go and work? Um, and you know, are they trying to get here? Trying to get other places? I know that. I know that it's some countries are actually easier to get into than others. Like for instance, like Saudi Arabia. So yeah, it is it is a thing. And fortunately, that is what's it's it's a reality for a lot of filipinos because of economic circumstances and you know just like everybody else who lives in this world you know you it's a hard knock life yeah it's a hard knock <laughs> life you know and and uh yeah it's just it's just it's it's sad sometimes um just to think about it you know that as much as the philippines is trying to get you know trying to figure things out um we're still trying to figure things out
1: (laughs) we're yes that's right
0: (laughs) so anyways that's the we're going to talk about a second one but we are running out of time we're almost at of an hour here and i'm trying to keep these episodes short but next time we uh we uh next episode we'll talk about the other thing that we we were going to talk about today and that was domestic help which is another thing that I've experienced um, growing up you know as a as a kid in the Philippines before I came here to the United States and things I actually had to you know figure out while I go when I go went back to the Philippines mm-hmm you know, like cooking and laundry and all that stuff, and just being completely unaware of, you know, these other, you know, these other people who are living in my parents' house. And okay. so we'll we'll dive into that and my thoughts about it, and some things that I'm actually glad that my parents did um, for the people who were working for them. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can do it pretty, you know, you, as a person who, who has had to deal with that and experienced it, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> so we'll right. get into that. We'll get into that next episode, but, uh, at this point, um, uh, we'll just, uh, close up here. Uh, Pam, do you have any other you wanted to talk about what's happening June 11th
1: So yes, <laughs> so I just wanna I just want my closing thoughts on ofWs is just that a lot a lot we talk a lot about comics and movies and um all these fun stuff, but that we also wanted to highlight the ofWs because that's probably a hard talk, but we also wanted to. Make sure that they are seen. Yeah. So, so if you are an OFW, you, you go. <laughs> that's it's pretty it's pretty hard, and I think that's a lot of things uh, that Philip uh, people like don't see in when they when they see Filipinos. Oh, it's the food, or oh, it's yeah, it's the clothes or whatever, but. No. Yeah, what you don't see is resilience. Hard work. It is, you know,
0: I always kept telling my friends this, like, there's a tale of two cities in the Philippines. And the one that you see when you go there is a presentation of what reality is actually is. Yes. In the Philippines. So
1: on a lighter note i just wanted to uh share some very cool stuff that's coming up um one locally uh for those that have children the csfa uh there's a philippine children's camp that's going on uh july uh first through the 11th yeah those are mm -hmm. online activity days and then there's like a camp ceremony going on on july 18th if you are right if you are um interested in having your kids sign up and this is a great way for them to learn about the Philippine culture um the registration is open it is located on the Cultural Society of Filipino Americans uh Facebook Facebook page page. the registration deadline will be on June 27th so make sure you check that out this is a this is
0: an in-person camp right
1: um they said online days
0: what's online days okay
1: yeah so but still i mean it's very educated and it'll give your kids something to do other than lounge (laughs) about also this is the one that i am really really excited so i i keep on saying tracy all the time but there's a reason why. Their Netflix show is coming out June 11th.
0: Yes. Which so, is which is like this week.
1: <laughs> if you have not checked out the trailer on YouTube. There is one in English and one in Tagalog. Watch both and it and...
0: looks so good.
1: Did you watch it?
0: Yes, I did.
1: Me I'm like is this is this a Filipino animation? The talk tr- it- to the
0: tree dudes. The guys yeah. who live in the trees. <laughs>
1: yeah. And That'll you know deal. what? I I found something very interesting and I highly recommend people that are wanting to know more about the Filipino mythology uh, aspect of it. There is a YouTube video and I will make sure to include it when this episode is posted. There's a historian reaction to the Tracy trailer and he basically Breaks down everything that he sees, on, and it's it's down to uh, the itty bitty details on how she is a babayan. What's the significance of her weapon? Um, what does tabi tabi mean? Um, I
0: know. And all means. these other creatures
1: <laughs> that is past the well known. Everyone knows about aswang. We're tired of that
0: we are tired of that because that's just it's just it's everywhere (laughs) so even the supernatural guys did it
1: to unpack and he was very uh it's it's a lot of info and it just adds to the excitement to it um so i will go ahead and post that youtube video i i strongly recommend you guys check it out um and yeah next episode I'm pretty sure we'll be reacting to we will to probably
0: have a little bit show. of a segment on our reactions and I have to I have to resubscribe to Netflix Netflix oh, ain't cheap <laughs> so
1: oh yeah streaming services they they oh, know they anymore. know that we're willing to uh, pay for it yeah I, got, I have to
0: do I have to do the subscription juggle like every now and again so
1: so yeah <sighs> Go check it out! Go yes. geek with me.
0: <laughs> I know, I saw that trailer, I was just like,
1: Oh, I know that!
0: Oh, I've, I've heard about that. Oh my gosh, when touching on that, I'm like that. Like it, it really got me excited. Like, it just brought back, like, books that I read in mythology.
1: And it also covers the whole, um, and this is something that we could talk about later, on how the Filipinos are very big with animation. That's a new thing for me. They're not as big as, like, Japan, of course. Japan is... Everyone knows... Anime. Anime. <laughs> but the thing is, if you watch an anime, like a Japanese anime, and then compare it to the animation in the Tracy trailer, it seems a lot of things are similar, but it, there are distinct differences between the two.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it, it it has an anime-ish vibe to it because of all the action. Um. But it's not. Yeah. It's not like in any other anime.
0: Yeah, it was touching all the buttons for me. Like yeah. everything I like about about like genres, like like it's a detective mystery, and it's like mixed. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a, it's like a true crime mixed with with detective mystery thriller with with uh what I can I guess I could say something like
1: the supernatural
0: like yeah like supernatural mythology type things. It just hits all the buttons. It's like that's what I've been missing in my life. And it's coming from the Philippines. I'm just so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah so that is our episode
0: all right so until next time um my i gotta turn on the music here holy crap where am i all right until next time um you could actually you can find me on on twitter at tcds edwin and you can also find me at uh at diy edwin where i'm posting a lot of pictures of what the heck i've been doing so what about you yeah
1: DIY Edwin is actually on Instagram.
0: Instagram. Yeah, uh, Instagram.
1: Instagram. That's right. So you could <laughs> find me. Hi, I'm Pam. Um, I am on Twitter at PandaCatDragon. You could also find me on Instagram, also at PandaCatDragon. Um, you could also reach out to us to legendcreators.com. That is our our uh, website, it is live. We would love to hear from you. Please oh. like, share, comment. Um, You could also email us at holoholohangout at gmail.com. Yep. And you could also find us on Facebook at Legend Creators. I am on all of them.
0: (laughs) Yes. So drop us a line. Tell us what you think about the things we've been talking today with OFWs. And um, tell us what you think about the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Um, I actually have a way to look at the iTunes stuff now because... I got a MacBook Pro. Ew! I know. Just because I need a way to (laughs) figure out iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Um, So drop us a line there. I actually saw a bunch of people there like commenting, so it was actually quite exciting. Um, So subscribe to that. Uh, Drop us a line any of the you know like Google Play, um, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. So that is it. Um, We will uh, see you next time. My name is Edwin.
1: My name is Pam. Maraming salamat po and ma buhai.
0: See ya.